This is a Capricorn FM podcast. You engage in the restoring uh, word of God with myself, Mpo Wa Magwabeni. For the last couple of weeks, we've been uh, we've been truly opening and trying to figure out this Pandora box of life, what it is when God wants us to wait. The series is called Divine Connection. Why God wants me to wait. I'll be the first to confess that uh, waiting is truly not one of my greatest skills. I struggle to wait. I struggle so much that I overwork myself sometimes because I do not think or believe that all my weight should be placed on waiting. You see, there is a weight in waiting. I struggle to wait for clothes to dry, for food to be prepared. Sometimes even struggle with some of the things that some people find easy. Some of us struggle with just being able to just wait for someone to deliver a service to us or wait for someone to respond on a text. Sometimes even waiting to find out which partner we should lay with and which partner we shouldn't. But you see, love is a need, not a want. And why would you have so much love inside of you if you still have to wait for the right person to be able to share it with you? If all good things are worth waiting for, why put a desire inside of my heart and I still have to be calm and content and wait? Someone once asked me while I was advising them, not to engage in intimacy, not to engage in sex. And they said to me, then why would God give us these sexual organs if I still have to wait until marriage? Wouldn't it be better if he gave them to me the moment I got married? <laughs> Wouldn't it be better if he, if he presented me with this desire and the ability to do it once I got married? But why give me this organs and then tell me to wait? Why give me this desire and tell me to wait? Perhaps your patience is not tested in that regard. Perhaps you don't really struggle with such, but you struggle with just waiting for your phone to charge. Waiting. Watching as the numbers go from 1% to 2%. Waiting. Not knowing exactly when your phone will be done. Waiting. Because you still have to use it You see, I've often wondered What it was about Abraham That caused God to lift him up so high To the point that God called him a friend He was regarded as a friend of God But I believe one of the ways He has earned the favor of God By just displaying his ability to be patient Just to wait for God Till he's fully come in that moment and in that experience which you want him some of you will forfeit your blessing from god because you refuse to wait you see some of you will not really fully understand the blessing of what god has been storing up for you in the storehouses until you know and understand that you have to wait you see numbers 12 3 says now moses was a very humble man, more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth. I've often wondered to myself why God made Moses wait for 40 years. 40 years Moses had to wait 
I'm sure it is because he couldn't have done it in 39 years. You see, God will not move until you've showed him that you are prepared and you are okay with waiting for him to come. You see, that's how God great is. That's how great God is, rather. He wants to know that you can wait. You can wait for him until his time is in line with your destiny. A story is told about a psychology professor who walked around on a stage while teaching stress management principles in an auditorium that was filled with students. As she raised a glass of water, everyone expected her to ask the typical question of the half glass full or the half glass empty question. But instead, with a smile on her face, the professor asked, How heavy is this glass I'm holding? As students will, they raised, raised their hands and uh, said to the, to the professor, Well, it could be about eight milliliters to about four milliliters when i'm not especially sure on this one but i think it could be four milliliters she replied from my perspective the absolute weight of this glass doesn't really matter it all depends on how long you hold it you see if you hold it for a minute or two it could be as light as a feather but if you hold it for a straight day It could cause your arm to become numb and paralyzed, forcing you to drop the glass of water to the ground. In each case, the weight of the glass does not change, but the longer you hold it, the heavier it becomes. As the class was so shocked, but in agreement with her, and she continued, Your stress and your inability to wait. Your inability to continue on a perspective that God has placed in you will cause you to forfeit your blessings. You see, thinking about waiting makes the wait longer. Thinking about how long you still have to wait causes a sense of impatience. Thinking about them will cause you to become numb and paralyzed. What is the moral of the story, you might ask? Well, it's simple, really. The longer God asks you to wait, the greater the blessing will be for you. The longer God asks you to hold on and trust in Him, there is a reason why He would ask you. He could be trying to prevent you from not only becoming spiritually bound with people and things that he does not want you to become bound with, he could be saving you from near death by just asking you to wait. Wait for a minute. Wait for an hour. Wait for the season to come. As I've been busy with this series, I received an amazing voice note from a progressive listener. And that's how the voice note went. Morning, Pastor. Um, I'm going to be anonymous. Uh, so I'm in a relationship. I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend uh, briefly now for some time. Um, 
and everything has been going well. Uh, I'm a virgin, obviously, as a God-fearing woman. And he entered the relationship wherein he is not a virgin. We have reached a point in our relationship right now where he has asked me that he would like for us to start engaging in coitus. Um, obviously, I'm God-fearing. I understand the principles behind sex before marriage and we seem really in love so i wanted to know what do i do now i've been praying about it trying to find guidance but also not that it's bad pressure but um it, it, it i feel pressurized as well to do something so please help anonymous i'm going to be responding to your question in just a little while Hashtag the restoring word of God. Divine connection. Why God wants me to wait. Today's word comes from uh, 2 Peter 3 verses uh, 9. And uh, it reads as follows. uh, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish but everyone to come to repentance. My Father, my God, I, I thank you for the reading of your word, O oh God. Father, may you minimize me and maximize yourself. May your word be manifested in our lives. May your word become flesh and dwell amongst us, O oh God. Father, may your word renew our mind, renew our bodies, renew our thinking, O oh God. Father, may you make known the desires of your heart. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray and pray. Amen. For many times I've, uh, I've been asked about this topic to speak on it. The topic about waiting. And this time around, I received a voice note from a very progressive uh, young lady who was uh, in a relationship with her with her boyfriend they've been together for a while now and um, she's a virgin and he's not and now it's gotten to a time in the relationship where he is uh, he's bringing up the question to say but when are we gonna engage and uh, she sent me a voice note asking when is the right time you see the problem with waiting is not always having the details of what will happen after you see from our perspective we have everything figured out And we want God to move within our time frame. We want God to move when we require him to. But God rarely uses the clock that we use. God rarely jumps when we want him to jump. Everything is done in his divine time. And it is so important to love and to understand why God wants us to move in his time. We engage in an amazing series, a series that talks about waiting, a series that talks about patience, a series that talks about seeking God and staying in God while you wait. The word of uh, today comes from uh, 2 Peter 3 verses 9. And the word specifically speaks about God keeping his promises and not being slow 
in the sense in which you understand. But instead, he becomes patient with us so that we do not perish, but rather we repent and seek his face. I received a voice note from a very from a very amazing young lady who uh, who is seeking advice in a in a situation that she finds herself in. This is how the voice note goes. Morning, Pastor. Um, I'm gonna be anonymous. Uh, so I'm in a relationship. I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend uh, briefly now for some time. Um, and everything has been going well uh i'm a virgin obviously as a god-fearing woman and he entered the relationship wherein he is not a virgin we have reached a point in our relationship right now where he has asked me that he would like for us to start engaging in coitus um obviously i'm god-fearing i understand the principles behind sex before marriage and we seem really in love so i wanted to know what do i do now i've been praying about it trying to find guidance but also not that it's bad pressure but um it it, it, i feel pressurized as well to do something so please help you've asked for help and uh I will do just that. See, it's very, it's very interesting, but also very scary. It is one thing to be a Christian and to love the Lord, but it is truly another thing to walk with God and to walk with Him very intimately. So, it is so hard. And it is so hard that some of us settle for the lip service that we give to God than to walk with Him. In sacrifice what do you do when you become a Christian and realize that sex before marriage is a sin what do you do when you realize that truly outside of the covenant that God has placed which is marriage any sexual activity harms your relationship with God what do you do when you've been having it for years and years and now you've found God and you want to stop, but you don't know how you're going to present this to your partner. Maybe you've been married and things didn't work out well with your spouse. And now you're divorced. Now you're single. It's been a couple of months now. But you see, your sexual desire has not been informed that you are divorced, that you, you don't have a partner anymore. And that desire still burns inside of you. What do you do? Do you still wait? Or maybe you have a child with your ex-fiance and you're no longer together and now you're a mother and of course you're not a virgin anymore. What do you do? Do you still wait? Well, you see, God made us male and female and throughout the story of creation, throughout the entire story of creation, all was good. When it was created, God said it was good. Both male and female, husband and wife were made, both naked and were unashamed. You can find that in Genesis 2 verses 25. Before the fall, before sin, you see, sex was a part 
of creation order. It was good. It was very good. And it was engaged in freely without inhabitants of any kind from male or from a woman. The Bible says that sex was affected by the fall. But it remained something to be celebrated and protected throughout the entire scriptures. You see, in the book of Proverbs, the wise father instructs his son, Rejoice in the wife of your youth, a lovely dear, a grateful dear. Let her breasts fill you all the times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. That's in Proverbs 5 verses 18 to 19. Let marriage be held in honor amongst all and let the married bed be undefiled. Any form of sexual engagement between husband and wife is never a cause of shame. It should be honored, cherished, enjoyed and celebrated as a gift given by God. But you see, the problem comes here. Sex before marriage is a sin. The New Testament also clearly teaches this. You can find that in Mark 7 verses 21. Jesus has a list of the sins in which we should avoid. Among them, he talks about sexual immorality and adultery. So there is sexual immorality that is not adultery. Sexual immorality refers, amongst other things, sex before marriage Paul also elaborates on that on 1 Corinthians 7 verses 2 you see because of the temptation of sexual immorality each man should have his own wife and each woman her own husband so if you want or have the desire to engage then it should fall within the partner which you have chosen which the partner which God has chosen for you, which you have a covenant with. Let me elaborate further and give you the nuggets as to why the world has decided to diminish and to tear apart the importance of sex in marriage. The first thing I want you to understand is that Satan wants you to make a pattern of disobeying the desire which God has driven into your heart. Satan wants you to fall into a pattern of disobeying God's direction. When a man and a woman come together outside of the covenant of marriage, there are spirits that connect you to him and him to her. Certain things that you will never be able to change. Now you wonder five years in marriage why it is that you still have nightmares and dreams about your ex-lover. Now you wonder why it is that you fall victim of, of constantly having all these urges. It's because of the spirits that came with the partner you engaged with outside of the covenant. There are certain doors that open when you are engaging in sexual activities with your partner, the heavens sing, but there are certain doors which you open from hell, which Satan will draw into your life. And if you learn to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, with whom you want to do it in, you create a pattern in which 
terrible things could take place not only in your life but inside of your marriage now you are 45 and you're wondering why it is that you cannot find a partner it is because of the spirits which you have been connected with let me rest on that one satan wants you to engage in the forbidden fruit satan wants you to engage in the fruit of lust he wants you to have premarital sex so that you can cut your destiny short so that you do not have the presence of God in your relationship he wants you to engage in it so that you are constantly denying God in your relationship he wants you to continuously drive your life down so that you do not engage and participate in the protection and the covenant which God has in store sex in marriage is different than when you have it outside of marriage there's still passion there is still a burning desire there's still an emotional connection when you have it in marriage there is truth there is trust there is love when you have it in marriage outside of marriage you are simply dimming the light that god wants you to shine in this uh, morning we dealt with a very uh, interesting uh, series and i've been receiving a lot of whatsapp messages and i thank you so very much for the testimonies i thank you so much for the encouraging words i thank you so very much as well for for just giving me time to break down to you what the lord has placed in my heart in this hour if you are feeling heavy if you are feeling the need to pray if you feel in your spirit that there's something you have to tell God just to shake it off. You see, the attacks will be many. The level of attack always matches the level of blessing. They will never attack you on a level that you're currently on because they can see where God wants to take you. And the only way you can truly cover yourself is by seeking God. The only way you can truly find refuge and rest is through God and I'm honored and blessed to be able to join my faith with yours hello Capricorn FM I'm here from Polokwane I've been struggling since 2018 depression I don't know how to deal with it I feel like I'm being outlined sidelined by Mudimo I know I shouldn't be questioning my faith, but then I'm tired of crying. I'm asking for you to pray for me. Nothing goes right for me. The first thing I'm going to encourage you with, Anonymous, is do not speak ill of your situation the more you look at yourself and think that things are only going to get worse that's only truly when they do get worse but if you speak health when you are sick if you speak promotion when you are being retrenched if you speak financial health when you are struggling that is when that is when you truly tap into what god wants you 
to have at that moment. Don't amplify and supersize your problem more than what it is. That is when depression will come in. That is when all sense of brokenness will be amplified in your life. Even things that were going right start to look as if they are going wrong. The enemy will attack you. That is common. But when you start to embrace and to celebrate the attack, it only gets worse. Anonymous, I encourage you. I encourage you in the word of God that he will never leave you nor will he forsake you. He will lift you up to high places for as long as you are willing and understanding the principles and the processes of God. But I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray with you that you start to see the glory that God has for you, that you start to walk in the, in the fullness of the blessing that God wants you to have. I'm going to pray for you. 0826542446 and WhatsApp line Yashu. When I go to Karaunas, where was never got off Havon, I will never know. Here's no need to ask his own and in daughter. Here's in Yagamorena. Avandra, Madame Raita, Rabere Rote. Got a few messages uh, that I want to go through real quick. I got one uh, from uh, it's Israel who's out in uh, Johannesburg. He's got a very anointed name. Uh, he says, I'm listening via the audio bouquets 884. And I'm uh, loving it so very much. Anonymous also says, um, I'm listening via live streaming and uh, I'm enjoying uh, the word of God this morning. Thank you so very much for all those messages. I do appreciate them. If you need a prayer or you need to connect with God, 0826542446, that is the WhatsApp line. You and I can, uh, can just join our faith together and trust that the Lord will make a change. Good morning, man of God. Um, my name is Nora again. I once left you a, a, a voice note last year, I think, about being unemployed for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, your message today inspired me a lot. So I, I would like for you to pray for me because I've been waiting for that contract until today. But your message today really, really blessed me a lot, man of God. Thank you very much for the message. Nara, I remember the voice note. And I remember that we also prayed for you. Um, and as you continue waiting, know that God is God is on your side. God has not forgotten you. It is not that he has placed you aside and uh, is dealing with other bigger things. No, he's concerned about your well-being. God is concerned about you and God will uh, will intervene. I trust him. I trust him with all that I have. Thank you so much, Nora. I'll definitely pray for you. Hello, I'm in the cell, so I needed a prayer to how, like, connect me with God, because because you are inspiring me, inspiring my family. So,
Luena, have a beautiful Sunday, Mudima Valuena, Rarata. Thank you so very much for that message. I do appreciate it. You see, when you are walking with God and you are in His will, great things happen, great things unfold. And when you're waiting on God, great things are still to come. You see, there is never not a moment in your life where God does not want greatness to be part of your portion, where He does not want excellence to be part of your portion. We just need to work with seasons. But I thank you so much, my brother. The first step I'm going to encourage you in is do go to work. Do go to church, rather. (laughs) Do go to church and work on your relationship with God. That's how I wanted to place it. Do go to church and work on your relationship with God. We don't just say that so that there's big numbers at church or or for for Mnehel or, or whatever it is. It's just because truly when you are with God when you when you open yourself up to him and uh, you go and gather with other saints your life can be changed your life will be changed thank you so much for that message hello mr magobeni machirun yeah i wasn't ready to go to church you know and it's been a long time not going to church because i've been feeling down mm. mostly mm. every single day I'm a woman, mm. I'm 37 years old, I have no child, mm. I'm in a marriage, I've been in a marriage for seven years. It's hard being a black woman, not having one, mm. alone, you know. But today, now I'm ready, I want to go to church, I want to pray the Lord, I want to pray the God who made me who I am today, who protected me, you know, it's hard, I cry, I've been having, you know, committing suicide, even though it's not matter to do it, because of this thing, it's hard, but today I have to wait. Mm. And I'm willing to wait for him. Mm. I'm willing to wait for my God. Mm. You know, I'm not And thanks. Thank you. Wow. Abraham and Sarah had to wait a very long time. But God still did it. You see, this thing of. Uh, biological clock and all these things that we surround ourselves with these are earthly rules these are earthly principles that god is able to turn around and say but i am god and i believe i believe that your weight is not in vain your weight is not in vain i'm going to pray with you i'm going to pray with you and i'm going to connect with you and i'm going to believe with you that god will not only give you a child, but it'll give you a healthy, a healthy child. Wow. What is it that you need prayer for? I'm sure there is something in your life. I'm sure there's, there's a void somewhere in your life that you know that if you just present this to God himself, he can make a change. He can make a difference. He can change it for you. Not by strength, not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. 
James Fortune, you survived. And uh, before that, oh, <laughs> very progressive uh, sounds uh, from Sounds of Darkness, I believe. You're listening to Sunday Restoration on Capricorn FM, Limpopo's hottest frequency. By the way, my name is... Uh, Mpo Magwabeni And I've had such an amazing time With you We've been sharing the word of God We've been sharing our testimonies We've engaged and we've We've joined hands as well Joined faith as well Just for us to be able to see a better day And I believe that God is able To do it in our lives I believe that he's able to change Our situation He's able to rewrite our story He's able as a God to intervene so many whatsapp messages that i received today i'm gonna try go through a a few of them i received one that says um, my health has been uh, failing me now for the last two years whenever i think i'm getting better it only gets worse just when i think i've conquered it it comes back again I've uh, I've met all the specialists they are and I've walked with different different men trying to seek the solution but still it consumes me anonymous in Mamelodi East listening via the audio bouquet 884 anonymous I may not know your name. I may not know the full extent of your health. I may not even know how and when it will end. But I can say to you that God, God is able to do it. God is able to turn the situation around. You see, I was so encouraged during the week when I was, uh, when I was reading the word of God. And I found that there are so many times when when a situation can be brought into our lives that might cause you to question even your very existence but god already has seen you through it you see in isaiah 38 where hezekiah was being told by uh, isaiah that he was going to die he was he was literally told to put your house in order because you are going to die but he turned to god and prayed and said oh god the things i have done the 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 great deeds i have done forget me not and he turned to god and said you see the grave cannot praise you when i'm dead i will not be able to praise you and God turned the situation around and God said to him, I will add 15 more years into your life. There is power in prayer. Father God, we trust you with our lives. We trust you with every circumstance that comes before us, O oh God. Father, we trust you in our going in. We trust you in our coming out. Father, we trust you with what we have and what we still need to receive. Father, we trust you. Even when our bodies are failing us, we trust you. Even as we are waiting for brand new opportunities, we trust you. Father, I, I pray for Nora, Father, who's been waiting and entrusting you, Father God. Trusting you 
with her life, with her destiny. I bring her before you, O oh God. I pray for Israel as well, Father, who's out in Johannesburg, Father, who's just waiting for an opportunity, O oh God. Father, and for Anonymous, who's been waiting for a child, waiting for her marriage to, to get back in order. Father, I present them before you, O oh God. Before you, because there is no one greater than you, God. Father, I pray for Anonymous, whose health is, is failing them. And for anyone else who has issues in their bodies, Father, I speak your healing. I speak your protection. I speak your divine power over them, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, may it be well with them, O God. And with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit may it rest and abide with us now, even forevermore. That was an exclusive Capricorn FM podcast.